Well, the business is out of the way, and the buttons are pushed. We've got, in the cabaret room, Darling West. They've come all the way from the other side of the world, and they've come. Uh, they've headed thousands of miles to the west. Take it away, Darling West. Let's hear some music. All right. Thank you. And two, three. If 
Wow, that was beautiful. We have in our studio, Darling West, uh, Mari and Tor Kreken, is that correct? Yeah, that's very well pronounced. Well, I was there once. Yeah, I was so in I Norway. They've come from Norway. I asked if they're from Oslo, but really, they're from a place that uh, Mari describes as kind of a little boulder in the middle of Norway. Absolutely. Very a mini, though. <laughs> a mini, okay. A small town. Well, yeah, there aren't very many big towns in Norway. It's not a very populous country, and yet, uh, what a grand and glorious swath of uh, landscape. Oh, yeah. It's really beautiful there. We're proud of, uh, of our landscape. We love to get up and look at the mountains every morning, but I've told many people the English language doesn't really have enough words to properly describe Norway and how beautiful oh, it wow, is. Oh, wow. That's hmm. so nice of you to say. Yeah, thank well, you. But we, we like we, it here, though. Yeah. <laughs> As do we. How uh, You guys are a couple. Uh, how did you meet? And did you make music and then meet? Or did you meet and then make music together? Well, we actually met on tour. Uh, I was playing bass in a band and Mari was uh, selling merch. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we just um, hit it off and spent a lot of time together and then we became a couple and then the f to be honest I was kind of thinking that we should not be playing together because it would be complicated to do both but then a lot uh, of examples of complicated <laughs> yeah, relationships pretty, and bands pretty famous <laughs> statement, yeah. yeah but then we started playing old time music together me on banjo and Marion. Uh, mandolin and we just had so much fun and we started writing our own songs and f from there you know we just kept going well if you play old time music um if you're looking for romance you might as well just stay with within the old time realm because nobody else is going to be interested nobody else is going to care about <laughs> it yeah. how, how can you know i mean i've there's a long uh, there's a found a youtube one time uh, about uh about having a relationship with an old-time musician and it, it was well anyway uh, so <laughs> okay. you're you're bucking the odds uh, <laughs> by playing together and loving together but um, so far it sounds like it's working really well that tell us about that first song yeah that song um tour has uh, written those lyrics so maybe you want to oh man <laughs> we we make a joke about that because i i'm terrible at trying to explain what my lyrics are about but I just saw this John Kruger Mellencamp documentary, and he said that it's good to be vague so that people <laughs> can, you know, uh, uh, interpret the lyrics to fit how they feel. So, uh, And also I'll <laughs> let you in on a little secret of, about how things work uh, with writing songs together, because I'm a very talkative person and we drive a lot and I sit talking, talking, talking and Tour is a man of few words he doesn't say a lot uh, so it's you never know what's in there <laughs> until he sits down and writes a song <laughs> and the lyrics that comes out are really beautiful So, And do you write while traveling or do you wait for a moment when you can actually sit down and work on it? Absolutely the latter we uh, go up in the mountains of Norway and get some peace and quiet Oh my Eat a few cloudberries and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, scratch out another chorus. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Let's hear another. Let's hear another uh, example of that style of songwriting. Then. Yeah, this is a song called "The Sweetest Tune." Uh, it actually made it to Norwegian radio uh, 
though it has the banjo in it, which is really not common. You know, when I was in Norway, I had a hard time finding a banjo. Yeah. Uh, are there, are, there are not many banjo players in Norway, am I correct? And no, you're absolutely correct. Uh, b- there are b- becoming more of them, but, but still we're way too few. How did, how did you learn? I actually, uh, I think it was funny because you mentioned Dirk Powell, and I'm pretty sure I heard him playing well, in, a, in a movie soundtrack. Good and place to start. Yeah, and I was just blown away by that sound because I was already playing bass and guitar, and I went out the next day and bought a banjo and just... Uh, yeah, tried to uh, learn how to play it. The next day, uh, was yeah. it? What was the movie? Cold Mountain. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. A great movie and great soundtrack. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's hear this sweetest tune. Here are um, Marian Torkrecken, "Darling West."
Well, I really like your songwriting, and I like your sound. It doesn't sound like anyone else I've heard, and that's um, I've heard a lot. So oh, that's, that's a wonderful saying compliment. something. Thank you. Um, I have to say, I did uh, when I was in Norway. You see, it was in 2006, so it's been a while. But I managed to see a banjo player on the uh, the one night I watched television in the in a, a motel room. I saw Eystein Zunda. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and his band, uh, <laughs> and they were carrying on there. So I was I was actually quite impressed to see a banjo yeah, uh, player he's really there. Fast. What um, in a country that, where the population is so widely spread, see, I mean, around here, uh, it's a fairly dense population, and it's easy to get together with other people and jam. Uh, every night of the week in Boulder, there is a jam just to play old-time music or bluegrass music or something like that. It's easy to get together with other people. What's the scene like in Norway? Do you have to work hard to find other people, or do you even try to get together and work with other people, or are you just uh, working with yourselves and working on your act? Well, uh, uh, the um, Sunda band, the banjo player in that band, he's one of the first banjo players in Norway. He's been playing for a long, long time. And those guys, they've been very good at trying to get people to come together and jam but the, like you say people are living far away from each other so it's not that easy but in Oslo we've had uh, bluegrass jams maybe once a week for certain periods but then mm-hmm. it will uh, maybe stop for a while and then start again so it's it's definitely not easy and uh, since there aren't that many people playing that style of music uh yeah, it's it's hard. What about folk music generally? Well, uh, the Americana scene is definitely growing in Norway, and and I would say folk as well. Uh, a lot of young people are picking it up, so it's very exciting at the moment. A lot of our friends are musicians who have their own projects, and yeah, it's really fun to see that grow. My uh, my mother was from a Norwegian family. She grew up in northern Minnesota on a pioneer farm. And mm-hmm. she was the eighth and last child in the family. And so she didn't really learn to speak Norwegian or cook or do any of the other really Norwegian things. Uh, she didn't even learn to bake lefse, which I understand <laughs> people in Norway don't even know about. But it's a, it's a major Norwegian-American dietary. Oh, but yeah, we know uh, about lefse. You know about lefse? Yeah, oh, yeah. my dad uh, made that for every uh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. And your has, mom's really good, too. Yeah, your dad has like three different types every Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you're I hear, not alone. When I hear you introducing the tunes with the en totre, I remember that my mother did teach me to count to ten. <laughs> Wow, this is great. Um, So, yeah, it it does kind of take me back to my childhood just to hear you uh, speak the old language. You've written, you've sung for us songs in English. Have you also written songs in Norwegian? That's a very common question to get. Uh, We don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very common, actually, in uh, Norway to speak pretty well English and also write lyrics in uh, English. It's um, if you want to get abroad with your music, 
that as the way to go. I and understand. <laughs> when I've been in Europe, I've heard Greek groups singing in English. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I noticed when I was in Norway was that everyone speaks English better than most Americans. <laughs> oh, well. We're used to that uh, when we speak with the English, shall we say, and the Irish, but uh, it was a little bit of a surprise. I guess you have you take five years in school, is that right? Well, no, I think we start now pretty much in first grade, so all the way. So every, uh-huh. And also getting by on only Norwegian wouldn't work anyway, so it's pretty much groomed into your education and also uh, a lot of uh, European countries that are bigger and has bigger languages they uh, do voiceovers on films and uh, TV shows and stuff and we don't do that so we hear a lot of American and English language hmm. a friend of mine who passed away just last year was uh, from Oslo he's however lived in Hollywood for over 20 years, and in addition to founding the Scandinavian Theater of Los Angeles, he used to do um, uh, subtitles for um, American films for the Norwegian market. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, right. There were some things. He did uh, Gorky Park, I think, and some others. Oh, wow. uh, his name was uh, Trond Waxen, um, okay. and we, we recorded some uh, uh, literary, some of his translations together. He was a, a translator of ancient uh, Nordic literature, but huh. uh, so that just brought that up. Anyway, so enough about the Norwegian-ness. Let's hear some more songs from Norwegian people singing in English. Yeah. All right. So we are very fond of the mountains everywhere, here and in Norway too, but this particular song was inspired uh, by the cliffs of Dover because I went there a few years ago. So it's called But the Dover. deeper meaning, though, yes. is... Feeling a bit lost and finding your way back home. Yes, Mari is the one who has to interpret my lyrics, so <laughs> thank you. Oh, dear sweetheart of mine, I reckoned my life to be over. Out of darkness I saw them shine, the mighty white cliffs of doom. I felt the draw from down below 
Vocal blend really has a, a lot of mountain sound for me. It reminds me of uh, the kinds of music that mountain people in America make and have made for centuries now. Um, so I think you're really uh, you've found a, a good track that you're uh, that you're writing and um, making great progress in your journey here. Thank you so Isn't much. Isn't there s- someone else sometimes in the band? Yeah, we have. Um the two of us, we write all the music, and uh, so we're the core, but we have three more people that we can choose from. So <laughs> we have a drummer sometimes, we have two guitar players. So when they are available, and uh, then we'll bring them, but on this tour, we're uh, just the two of us, and then we'll have our drummer join us in Austin next week because we're playing South by Southwest down there. Uh-huh. Well, and you are on tour. Um, You're performing right near here soon. Yes, on Friday. We'll be playing the High Dive in Denver, uh, along with uh, Willie Carlisle and uh, Wolf Van Elfman. So that's going to be such a great night. How long is the current tour? Uh, We're here for four weeks. We spent... uh, six days in the midwest playing shows and then we came here and we also have house shows in westcliff and fort collins coming up Ah. and then uh, austin for a week and then we go to nashville so yeah quite a lot of driving (laughs) far as far north as norway is it's not really that cold up there did you get some of the really cold weather we had when you were in the midwest was it 30 Uh below and Oh no! It was uh, we got off pretty easy, <laughs> but it was it was cold for us because uh, we we're not used to that kind of cold. <laughs> oh, I, I know the Gulf Stream is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. Uh, well, um, so Friday at the High Dive. What time does the show begin? Oh, I'm not sure. I would guess around eight yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> taking one day at a time here evening yeah, yeah. evening evening hours it's of, definitely yeah. evening hours well it's been wonderful having you uh join our program this morning thank you so much for having us if uh, if you're listening and you just tuned in we've been listening to some wonderful music from darling west mari and tor Kreken are here and they've got i think one more tune for us is that correct yeah, yeah we'd, we'd love, love to yeah. well what's it called this next song is called Better Than Gold, and it's about making some good decisions in life. Darling West on KGNU. Breaking the rules And he told me a man can 
forgot about fools and I thought I was free. Ten years went by and you know how it goes. I was seeking a fortune and running when luck got too Thank you so much, Marion Tor Kreken and Darling West, right here in the cabaret, cabaret room at KGNU. Happy trails, you guys, and good luck. Thank you. Thanks for coming.